Last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast, the heroes continue the fight inside the Gold Tank Reserve. You're tied up. Oh! You drop prone. Don't worry, it's not as bad as it seems. You have the uh, grab <laughs> condition and the immobilized condition. Despite being tied up, the battle swayed in their direction. Natural Ultimately, they were victorious. Uh-oh. Four damage. Four damage. That's it. It's done. Four hit points. <gasps> yeah! Yes! Yeah! Will their attempts to crack into the lockbox be successful? Find out this week. Now, a brand new episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, welcome everybody to episode four of the Dice of Thunder podcast, where we thoughtfully discuss the application of pagers in modern society. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a beeper, Greg? Uh, me? No. No. See, I'm just on the edge of that being too young for that. But Duval did. You know I did. I did too. I had a two-way, bro. What's up? Did you have the codes like with your parents when they'd beep you to get home? Yeah. I was like, their phone number would show up and then like... That's the code. 669. No, no. That's the code. (laughs) The code is just... Their number is showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going down. (laughs) My mom would put 669 after all her texts, which spelled out N-O-W on the on the oh. you know keypad mm-hmm. hmm. for those of us who could text with the single hand under their desk at school uh, yeah you know, hey, I, i'm from the nokia that, the nokia oh, first yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, t9 all about that t9, t9. Yeah, that big bright blue mm-hmm. Brick. screen yeah yeah i'm over here texting in class that one <laughs> so come on you're playing snake we all know it <laughs> <laughs> oh i saw somebody turn a nokia into like a world of warcraft weapon no like with what? stats and everything yeah <laughs> this legendary orange nokia cell phone on a stick like thing huh. it was it was pretty great anyway thank you seems, seems i'd use pretty it op so uh yeah. here we are in episode four everyone thank you to the thousands and thousands of fans who have gone to the website we appreciate that mm-hmm. every <laughs> last every last of you. one of you uh i've we've got all kinds of info up there our recording schedules up there our bios are up there. Mm-hmm. If you want to put some faces to some names, it's a great place to go and, and be able to tell us apart. Um, so we appreciate your your viewage. It's not, that's not that's that's no viewage. Why is that? That's, that's it. When let's I choose look a different at Jordan, oh, my vocabulary just turns off. <laughs> viewage. I have that effect. Have that. Oh, Rhymes you know with what? sewage. It does. <laughs> oh. Feels like it. Jordan has an effect on me when I look in his eyes, too. I just, yeah. I lose all my words. Immediately you get lost. 40 IQ points down. Oh, anyway, wow. Yeah. You will find. <laughs> so uh, you guys <laughs> ready for my long list of retcons? Yeah. <laughs> this is what you said off air, and I'm curious to see what you're going to bring up. Oh, man. All right. Retcon number one. <laughs> 1.1. 1. 1. The reason I do these retcons is because... I am a huge fan of Pathfinder and the rules of Pathfinder and the more specifically the balance of Pathfinder. The game designers mm. who made this game know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And when we get too fast and loose with the with the minutia, I think it detracts from that hard work. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things and only one real major 
deal. So here's okay. the first one. Gold tank brokers, they have more than one javelin. I should have been hucking those things at your face. Your robot <laughs> face. Well, they have how, more than they one. How many? many? Uh, they how many three. javelins? They each had three javelins. Okay. Right. Too bad. Fair enough. Bro. Not according so, to their artwork. I mean, not Fair. Uh, which is you know, Where are they 18 those things? javelins, right? Well, that brings me to a second retcon. <laughs> right. 18. Let's, yeah, 18. Yeah. That's because there were six gold tank brokers, right? I mean, that's how many we yeah, killed. Yeah, there's, uh, there's only four in the adventure path. <laughs> wow. Oh. That's my bad. Wow. Or that's your good. Jeez. You're the GM, and you can do that. Uh, yeah, which you, you guys are all superheroes. I don't mind throwing a little bit of extra difficulty at you, but I was it was your first yeah. combat. For real, though? <laughs> that's kind. For, for, wow. for a first combat, it yeah. felt a little like, whoa, whoa this is hard. This is intense. This is a lot. It we're like all on the ground. We yeah. did it. Props. We did, we did it. Two extra enemies. It was we literally fifty percent harder than it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. That's, so I that's feel like you me. do that a lot. We play uh, board games, and <laughs> um, he it. does the same thing. I we're <laughs> doing it on twice the tell difficulty it. every time, and I'm like frustrated. Tell the people. Like, can't that. We... Say that. Jig is up. She's talking about Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. Yeah. Oh. And I, I think we played maybe. 12, 15 sessions of Gloomhaven before I finally was like, all right, I feel like I got the rules down. <laughs> <laughs> Which means the first like five were wild. Yeah. Wow. That so, game is fun though. Good buddy Phil's out there screaming and he's screaming about one in particular that um, I've, I'm just embarrassed, but I'll get through it. Here we go. This is a safe place. This is a During safe, like, the just combat, deep in the combat. Deep. Okay. I mean, we're talking like the second to last guy that you killed, who a shouldn't have existed in the first place. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Strikes Darnayru with his first attack. He did. So you get three hit points back because he didn't <gasps> exist. And well, then he, oh, hold what? on, what? it gets better. It gets better. Okay, because this I'm is holding. all I'm this holding is before I one turn that I did this. I took my turn, my one turn with one guy. I struck Darnayru and tied him up. Uh-huh. You did that. I remember oh, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. talked about it. Then I struck Kal-El <laughs> yeah. and tried to tie him up. Uh-huh. You tried to do more than that to Kal-El. And then yeah, I, I remember tried that to, too. I remember and then that. I tried We're to still talking about that. Oh, yeah, we're still talking about it. <laughs> I'm not done crapping on myself. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we all just... Okay. And then I tried to strike Kal-El for a third time using my third attack, right? So that's seven actions. <laughs> Seven actions. Okay, explain because that. striking is one, and then tying up is two. That, That's the end of my turn. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I thought that you, because you're like, it's just a grapple. It's like a follow up to the yeah, attack, and the I was grapple, like, that doesn't seem right though. That is the grapple's correct. The grapple's automatic, but the tie you up is the That's third? a two action, oh, like an ability. Okay. So I took seven actions with one turn. With I was going to say in six oh, seconds. Hey. In six seconds, oh, you yeah. hit someone. Grab them, tied them up, lay them on the floor, Listen, and then we're you hit another person. Grab them. You're <laughs> tying people up. I mean, it was awful. So Kalel gets seven hit points back because that was how much damage I did Dang. with that second illegal imaginary. Do we lose any XP for this? No. <laughs> Do we, yeah. No. no we okay, so I get to take XP. my three hit points back. You get three hit points back. Kalel gets seven hit points back, which means the only person down on hit HP right now, I think, is Balmor. It's just Balmor. Okay. Yeah. How low is he? How low are you? I'm down to 11. Very bad GM. And you're right, honey. We are here just to have fun. It's written up on the whiteboard. Have fun. Sure made it exciting. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> this is I oh, have true. fun by by letting the the numbers do the talking. Let the <laughs> dice rolls do the mm. do the deal. Yeah. And well. when you throw in too many of them because they shouldn't even be there. I got a couple of other ones. Casted, not a word, but I said it. Casted. What like do you mean? The past use it, tense use of it cast. in the sentence. Yeah, please. It, no, I'm pretty sure the past tense of cast is cast. Yeah. <laughs> 
like I cast my fishing pole yeah. when I was at the lake. Yeah. Like Kairos, uh, you know Kairos cast you know what? Uh, sky bowels. 99% of America thinks it's a word. And For everyone real, knew what you bro. meant. And 100% of people well, knew what you meant. my people. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's going to be like a thing piece. I'm going to say casted now yeah. every that, time from now on. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Let's go. Yo, I did that yesterday. What'd you do? I casted something. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. We're done. Amazing. Well, no, that's it. That's, it. that's the list. Here, I'll just. Uh, do you feel better? Do you feel lighter? Wow. Uh, yeah, I do. I feel better. <laughs> I worry uh, <laughs> the trepidation comes from the Reddit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Subreddit. Yo. Backslash Dice of Thunder. Yeah. And it'll be like, this GM is dog water. And I'll be like, you're right. And I'll be on there with on Reddit. Like, I'm so sorry yeah. begging for they, forgiveness. They cleaned up their language on Reddit since last time I was on. <laughs> this is a family-friendly show. I True. Don't, I don't want to properly represent Reddit. <laughs> we'll get canceled. Yeah. Real talk, though. So, wrapping it up, um, thank you. And I'm not talking to the four of you. I'm talking to the people on the <laughs> of this recording. Thank you so much for your patience. Please, now that I have, you know, flayed myself, go write us five stars on your mm, podcast yeah. player. Do it. Oof. Uh, mega oof, as my daughter would say. Mm-hmm. Rated five stars for accuracy. There. Yeah. Uh, I am fair. I try to be balanced. I do really hmm. respect the game a lot. Yeah. So that's I'm going to give you five stars for humility. Thanks. Ah, now I'm going to be second guessing everything uh, you do. Like, are you sure? Challenge me. I encourage you guys to challenge me. I'm going to challenge you to. We did get a one star rating that's been deleted. It was from the user at Ootlin. Maybe it was. <laughs> Utenlay? No, yeah. <laughs> Said something about something being about, mean to cats. I can't believe the animal cruelty in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's deserved. Oh, that's funny. Hopefully by now everybody has gone on Spotify and given Duncan five stars. Oh, yeah. And then also left him very trolly, troll, McTrollson comments about mm-hmm. listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For not. Yeah, he still hasn't listened. I'm assuming not, and which is unfair because... Mm. This is the future. And, like, <laughs> today we're recording this like early October. It doesn't actually get released until like the I don't know. Um, this is a November show, <laughs> right? We can have a. But I'm willing to bet Duncan hasn't listened. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, he's listened, or he has. He'll rub it oh, in yes. my face. Oh, he's gonna. So what he listened to <laughs> last week was the four of you in a bank robbing it blind. Killing two extra gold tank brokers, mm-hmm. and then uh, we ended up in the vault where you're wrestling with this lockbox. Yeah, the vault that was curiously wide open, I noticed. Let's just not talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nighttime. The vault should have been shut, <laughs> locked. They got to clean it at some point. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that one up because I was just going to write that I couldn't Thank let it go. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it made it more exciting. His hit points didn't actually come back after. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, my assumption is that they're so arrogant in the vault of Ambrose Muglin's yeah. criminal enterprise that they don't bother locking right. the door. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. That's all I got. That's the best I got. So you're sitting there. You got a large lockbox. It's the target of your little robbery. 
what would you like to do? I think there was a roll. Yeah, we were ending. Right? I was rolling because I checked it for traps, which yep. I believe there was no traps. You were so under I'm rolling the impression to, there are no traps. Right. So I'm, do you want me to roll to, to verify that? Uh, no, those rolls are done. You're done with that. You can oh. come back tomorrow and check it for traps again if you want. I thought I rolled... Okay, I thought I... Okay, I don't remember. Um, so I'm rolling to open it. Yeah. And I remember rolling the thievery check. That's correct. I remember what I rolled, but you told me not to say it. Yeah, what'd you roll? Do, do I have to say it? Yeah. Okay, I, I rolled a three on the die. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which means plus seven. It only gives me a ten. A ten. It's so not you, a great roll. You spin the tumblers on the combination lock, and you, you, you can't find any purchase with, uh, with trying to pick that lock. This is... Is the key well? The key's got to be around here somewhere. There's no keyhole. Oh, that's right. It's only it a combo. Is just a combo. Crap. We need to open this lock or steal the whole thing. And I'm not. Sh- and you, um, you, you could steal the whole thing. I, I will say that it's the lock box is just big enough that you can fit the bag of holding. Like, oh, it's not huge. No. Okay, so she oh. gave us this bag to put the whole. Thing in then. That's so right. whoever's got our bag well, of holding. She gave you the bag to Balnor to steal with. All right. Balnor. I shall take it. Shove that thing in there. Um, but it is awkward and it will require some effort. Some effort. Well, yes. we got a lot of that. All right. <laughs> so um, it is a two-person job. And you all will need to decide who's going to do it because I will need an athletics check from the two people lifting this thing into the uh, bag holding. My athletics is not very great. So has anybody got better than a, uh, a plus three? Who's pretty athletic? I have plus five. You're tiny, though. You're going to be able to lift this thing I'm a plus two. Don't shame her size. We don't do that to you. <laughs> we don't size this shame. This is true. <laughs> I, yeah, I only have plus two athletics. It's plus two? Yeah. All right. Then it's me, or it's uh, me and Luton. All right. Darn I remember. So we'll need a D20 roll from both of you, and you need to beat the difficulty check. Do, do we want to talk about our plan on how to get out of here? Because I feel like we should do this fast and get out. The front. I want to go through the front. I think we should go through the front. We need to go out the back. I rolled a 19 on the die plus my athletics 3, so tw- uh, 22. Hold on to your plan conversation until after Luton's roll here. Oh. One horrible thing at a time please <laughs> okay so luton got 12 uh plus five so that's 17. 17 all right the two of you together are successfully able to manipulate <laughs> this box into the bag of holding and as soon as it slips inside it's immediately weightless because oh, bag of holding magic. is magical sweet all right so awesome. now you have the quote unquote booty yes from we do this little adventure uh we're we'll, not finding booty on um, <laughs> on hero You're allowed I don't think you're allowed to search that. <laughs> uh, okay. I so, will point your attention to roll 20 again because you are in this area. Uh, so you can help. You are planning your escape, right? Yeah. I Fe- will remind you what uh, Phoebe Dunsmith said at the end of the. Oh, uh, I know what she told us oh, to do. What she tell you to do? She told us to go. We have to go out the back door and go the alleyway out there. But I want to go in this other room that we see. I want to know what's back there. Mega bad because it goes to more of the building. So there's another door behind the the teller counter. Oh. And I want to see what's in there. Okay. And that might hmm. be dumb because the alarm went off and probably the whole city knows we're here. What do you guys think? You think because the alarm's off, we should we should book it and just get out there because we're probably going to be running. If the alarm went off, I I think we should leave. Well, the guy we killed the guy that was the alarm. 
I think we check the room. I'm down to check the room. Ooh, it's three to one. Okay. Okay. GM. I'm the GM. This is what we want to do. Uh, I want to check that door to see um, if I hear anything behind it. How would you like to approach the door? I would like to approach avoiding detection, which seems dumb to me, but yeah. Unless, yeah, I'm going to avoid detection. Okay. Roll a stealth check. Huh. What are the rest of you going to do? Eleven. Total? Total. The Balnor is going to keep uh, keep his back towards the door, just to keep his eye his eye on uh, the lobby. Okay. Uh, Luton's going to stay next to Balnor. All right. Good. I see you positioning yourselves on, mm-hmm. on roll 20. What about Kairos? I'm just going to come in behind that stool to the right. There's a stool right looking at the door. All yeah. right. Perfect. So, Gil, to help you picture this in your mind, the four adventurers and their pet jaguar are <laughs> behind the teller bench, and they are in a sort of like a zigzag pattern, getting ready to go into a door. There's one door left on the far east side of the building, and it is closed, and Darnayru is moved up to it, and that, yeah, so I think that helps paint the scene beautifully. It's a beautiful picture you just painted. Real quick, this will yeah. be a part to edit out, but we did I'm not, not going to. do a sound check on Sirenscape. Oh, well, get us with some background. Play. We're live, folks. This is how we Here do it, it is. on the Dice of Thunder. It's going to be like heck aloud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad you were ready. Okay. I'm glad you pointed out that we need the sound check and weren't ready to play. Oh, there he is. Mm. Balnor finally powering up. There he is. Sounds good. <laughs> Man, Balnor, what'd you eat? People, sounds like. <laughs> this sounds like you ate some people. <laughs> <laughs> there, oh, oh, there they come back out the other end. <laughs> Someone just schist. Darnayru is at this door leading to some unknown room in the bottom right corner mm-hmm. of the gold tank reserve. And the reason I'm so interested in this room is because from outside you could see that building extend that way. Mm. And I didn't see any exterior door to get in here. Okay. So I only rolled an 11 on my stealth check to get to this door. Did I get caught by trying to open it? Are you trying to open it? I thought well, you were first just moving I over to, there. First, I wanted to hear it. I okay. wanted to look at the uh, So roll a perception check. Okay. I rolled an 18 on the die plus numbers uh, plus four. So 22. 22? Yeah. Uh, you don't hear anything. Sweet. I'd like to quietly open it. Okay. You uh, quietly open it. Please roll a stealth check. Oh, okay. I didn't know if my old one counted. I, ju- I just <laughs> rolled you, an 11. Guy. I rolled, rolled plus my stealth, which is a 7, so it's 18. Okay. So you <clears throat> gently push the door open and... Scrooge you... McDuck's swimming in gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What did about the leak in my money bin? <laughs> For those of you playing Dreamlight Valley right now. That's oh, a, my gosh. <laughs> uh, you hear a gunshot instead of that. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a trap on the door. No. I didn't check it for traps. I thought we were good. A gunshot? Oh, my. Yeah. Oh so I'm rolling man. for damage. Okay. I just got shot in because my you just face. got shot. I don't even get a reflex on that, even though it was super must stealthy. Been, must have been a trap. Reflex. No, you got shot <laughs> by a bullet. Oh, gosh. 
and you take 10 damage. 10 damage? Okay, taking 10 damage. Where's the death music? Because I rolled a natural 20. Okay, I was like, that was really high. Yeah, I crit you, and I need all of you to roll for initiative. Oh, so here's the deal. What in there didn't come out during this battle? Something with a gun. If I was, I was a clockwork robot, like recharging. Oh, oh man! There's like a legit dude in here. All right, the gun. Is that the bank manager? That Carlo? It is the bank manager. Why didn't the bank manager come out? I just. Oh, he's shooting. He's just waiting. He knew. He's like, I'll let those guys steal it. When when the alarm goes off, uh, she barricades herself in the office. Well, smart of her, yeah. I guess. Very smart. This is what she looks like. So I'm showing everybody a picture. Someone please describe. Someone, this is awesome. Someone describe it. I mean, this looks like a halfling that is in wearing a gold helm, a uh, gold and red tunic. Not a halfling. Not a. It looks a like dwarf. a dwarf. Look at those feet. They're iron shod. That doesn't tell me anything. It means halflings don't Halfling wear wearing iron shoes. <laughs> well, halflings. <laughs> where you come halflings from? Wear, wear wear barefoot. shoes. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take, I'll take that card. Then? I'll take that is card. Is it a dwarf then? I'll be taking your Lord of the Rings card from you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dwarf. Okay. Uh, I need everybody's initiative rolls. I rolled a 20 total. Ah. Okay, so <clears throat> we got a 20 for Darnayru. What about Kairos? And 11, so 16. 16. Balnor? 15 for Balnor. Luton? 13. 13. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Sweet brawl battle music. <laughs> okay, so that was... We can like take a, one dwarf, I mean. That was like a little modified surprise round, um, which I'm sure the rules are not uh, working that way at all. And this is so I can have more retcon content <laughs> for our next episode. <clears throat> all right, so uh, the first to act now is Darnayru. All right, I just got shot i'm frustrated about it so she's barricaded behind her desk is that correct that's what you see that is what a I dwarf see. woman crouched and barricaded behind a desk aiming a and a, a pistol pointed at you with smoke rising out of the barrel because she so effortlessly punched me or shot me okay Dardaniru is going to move next to this lady who shot me in the face okay and uh, free action say, you shot me in the face for that you must die. Uh, and then I'm going to tumble behind. Uh, one thing. Yes. Where you moved. Yep. You are technically moving out of a threatened square to get that far. Oh, that's a good point. So you can stop. So what happened does was she... Darnay removed. He wanted to be directly adjacent to her. But does, is she a fighter? I do I don't have to tell you that. You don't. Does she have the reaction or the ability called um, attack of opportunity? Because she doesn't. She can't do it. Ha. I've been reading a lot about reactions lately. <laughs> I don't want you to leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Regardless, Darnayru wouldn't have known and he still would have moved there. If you move, so, so, yes. Is she going to hit me? Well, Darnayru moved into the diagonal. So he's diagonal to this dwarf woman. Mm -hmm. And then he moved again, which is moving out of a threatened square. She does not take an attack of opportunity against you. Okay. I was being kind. I'm so I grateful. will never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that, that, then after that explanation, that's when I will tumble behind. Okay. And then I will attack. All right. Once. One, two, three. Roll to hit. 
Rolling a 10 plus a 7, so I rolled a 17 to hit. That is a miss. Oh, man. Whoa. Wait, no, she's flat-footed against that, so minus 2. Is that still a miss? That's a hit. Yes! Yes! Okay. Flat-footed! Okay. Rolling damage, which is 1d6 plus 4. Because she doesn't have cover, because he went and got right up next to her on the other side of the desk. I rolled max damage, 6 plus 4, Holy so I, ra- I rolled 90s. 10 piercing damage. Let's go. 10 piercing damage. Okay. That is painful to her. Yes. Well, hey, it's only fair she shot me in the face for 10 damage. She so. did. So All right. Back. That is a good turn for Darnayru. It is Luton's turn. Okay. So Luton um, decides to move... From where her she's standing behind the teller. Uh, yeah, Luton's all the way back on the all teller the way back. Station. So she's gonna move um, forward to the doorway here. Okay. Uh, so she's standing right in the in the doorway, looking in now. That would be two movement actions for her to move that far. So that's twenty feet. Okay. Um, she's fifteen feet of speed. Mm. I got little legs. <laughs> okay. So my one remaining action. Light her up. Light her up. Uh, we're going to go with Hydraulic Push again. Oh, my. Okay. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called. I'm so excited. I forgot what it was called, too. <laughs> what did I... Hydraulic Push is Water Fist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luton waves her hands in the air and says, Water Fist. Oh, no. Okay. Water oh, Fist. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Well, nice. I believe that Water Fist, you have to roll... Uh, to hit. Yes, so we need a ranged uh, spell strike. Or ranged strike. Okay. Which is a plus six for plus you. Plus six, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's roll a d20. And plus six. 17. Total? On the die. 17 on the die? Yes. 23 wow. total? Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> so the damage is 3d6. 3d6. And she's knocked back five feet against the wall. Um, 12... Total. You did twelve damage. Oh my yes. goodness! Nice. Gracious. Well, yeah, that's that's a lot of damage. Wait, the force knocks her back against the wall, or knocks her back five feet? It, knocks, it does knock her back five feet. Water yeah. fist. Nice. Water fist. Water yes. fist in your face. It's <laughs> you shoot my friend in the face. <laughs> yes. I punch you in the face with water. You get water. This is so great. <laughs> Amazing. All right, uh, that would bring us to the end of your turn, and it is now this dwarf woman's turn. And you did how much damage? <laughs> twelve. She did twelve. Twelve. Oh man. Sorry, folks. We're off to a rocky start today. This is great. Woo. Okay. So, um, after getting blasted by water and <laughs> knocked into the far wall behind her desk, her pistol flies out of her hand. She puts her arms up over her head. Oh. Whoa. And she says, "Hang on, just a second now. I, I, I don't mean any trouble." Uh, I was just doing my job. And she puts mm. her hands in the air. Okay. Mm. What do you say? We take no prisoners. Oh, God. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that alignment down a notch. Uh, well, she just surrendered. What are we going to do here? You are no longer in combat. Okay. No longer in combat. Let's, Let's tie her up. That's probably a good idea. Uh, who's got the rope? Balnor, can you tie her up? <sighs> I, here's the thing. Balnor is out of the room. She's only seen... Luton's face. This is a this is a really and good Darnayru's point. And Darnayru's face. Do I have rope? Uh, we can. Uh, I yes, actions. I have rope. I have rope in my pack. So um, I just I guess I'm gonna tie her up. I mean, Balnor wears a mask, but 
You guys stay. He's got glowing green eyes. So Darnay Rule will turn and say, uh, stay out there. No need to come in here unless you guys put on your disguises, which I would, outside of me saying that, you should put them on. True. Um, but uh, GM, I would like to uh, sit her down and tie her to the chair, her, okay. her, tie, her chair at the desk with my rope. She begrudgingly agrees. Does anyone else come in as muscle to help Darnayru? Balnor will put on his hat of disguise. Okay. And uh, I believe it's a top hat. And <laughs> he will come in. Sure. It's a top <laughs> hat. So, he will come in. It's a top. Mine's a nose with glasses and a mustache. <laughs> a big nose with a mustache and glasses. That's what mine is. I need a check to tie her up. I just don't know what type of check it is. Okay. It's definitely going to be a ac- acrobatics check. I think you're right. I was half joking, but then looking at the list, that's what makes the most sense to me. <laughs> yeah, this is tasks requiring coordination and grace. Aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Balance, tumble through. Well, maybe not. Pathfinder 2E, tie someone You were just tying up. people up left and right. What yeah, do you but mean? I had a built-in thingamajig. Oh. I didn't have to do a... Um, tie happy over there. I didn't have to. Mm. I had know. to... This is you tying someone no, up who's here's, willing, here's the though. deal. Here's the deal. She's she's, she's willing. willing to be tied up okay. because she's under duress, right? And, and she's, she's not resisting. Forgiving, or she's not forgiving. She's um, giving up the the fight. And Because normally to force to tie someone up, you have to beat Roll their fortitude their DC. DC. Yeah. That was what the gold tank brokers were rolling. So because Mm. she's willing, you do not have to roll against her fortitude. Perfect. uh, DC. She is now tied up and restrained. And I will read you some uh, flavor text about the office here. This elaborately decorated office has mahogany wall panels and a matching desk with a surface so shiny it's reflective. A pair of comfortable couches are nestled in the northwest and northeast corners of the room. Two very healthy-looking potted plants stand to either side of the desk, flanking a large credenza. There is only one room, or one way out of this room to the north, which is the door you came in. Yeah. All right. Lynn would like so to talk to the plants. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have plant speech yet? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, you, you, she's tied up. I don't know what to do because she's alive. This is the problem. So I didn't expect to leave anybody alive. We need to get out of here. So you I don't, don't know. have much time anyway. I'm, is there any inform? Okay, there's well, some information. She, I, I have. I have. I would like to do like a, a society check on this person. Okay. See kind of what they may know. Um. So, was that a D twenty? You could roll a D twenty to do a society check. But if you're trying to get information out of her, you're going to want to intimidate or I was going to say or yeah. diplom- yeah. diplomacy. Or charm her. Uh, society will tell you like. She's a dwarf, and she's... Okay, you know. yeah. Diplomacy check, then. Okay, go ahead. It's 19. On the dice? or uh, 14 on the dice. Okay, nice. 19 total. She's. what do you want to know? Oh, she slipped into a Scottish accent. That's, That's okay. a real dwarf accent. <laughs> I'm changing it. What would you like to know? <laughs> Who are you? Like, Phoebe? Who are you? My name is Erkam Dresch, and I'm the manager of this bank. But do you know whose bank this is? Uh, Darnayru would respond, uh, we are well, well aware whose it is. Yeah, that's right. Then you know it's Ambrose Mugland. Do you and work you have, for him? Of course I work for him. This is his bank. <laughs> <laughs> More specifically, are you loyal to him? As long as he keeps paying my checks, I suppose I am. All right. I'm trying to gauge here if she's going to uh, rat um, us out or if we need to, if we can diplomacy, say, hey, just keep your mouth shut and say it with somebody else. 
What do you guys want to do? Balnor is going to be wiping his wiping the blade of his short sword clean. Kneel down and look at her and say, "When your employees come in to find you in the morning, what will you tell them happened today?" I'm going to roll a in- intimidation check. Ooh, okay. Yes. Roll, please. Nine. <laughs> On the diary. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Total. Total is going to be eleven. <laughs> I was like, "Dang, bro." And you're not very intimidating. Twelve. I have a three intimidation. I'm good. Does twelve help? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell them that I was robbed by a cat four a people. One of them is a cat. <laughs> Anyone One else of them to... is a fairy. And then the two of you, which I can't really recognize, put like the canon of the game. Um. Dar and I would like to try an intimidation check to basically. You're also going to try to intimidate her. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if it's going to work. She might be like. What are you going to say to her to intimidate? I'm going to. Dar and I is going to say, "You will keep your mouth shut when your employer comes here and tell them no one, no one that you saw today was involved." Roll. And while I'm doing that, I'm uh, my my retractable claws are coming in and out of my hand. (laughs) <laughs> I rolled an eleven plus five, so only sixteen. So my nails only come. I I just filed them recently, so they're not very long. <laughs> she looks at you and says, "Yeah, sure, I'll say whatever you like." I suppose. I suppose. I don't believe her. We need to get the heck out of here. What do you guys want to ask her? Because I'm ready to run. I'm putting on my disguise, but right now, by the way, with the nose and the mustache. I mean, oh, could- suddenly you look different. <laughs> Hey, where'd that cat go? <laughs> can we get some information? We should try to get some information from her on, on her boss, right? Like we don't have time. I mean, we need to get out of here. It's okay. up to you. I mean, All right. can we can we knock her unconscious and leave? I'm not doing that. Why not? Because mm-hmm. I've already tied her up. I don't, and good and as a cat, a good person, yeah, I can't can do start, that. You can screaming. You can do whatever you want, Jordan. This is a role playing game. <laughs> do it. I mean, I'm just saying personally, I wouldn't be the one to strike. Okay. Yeah, Balnor is going to, to strike her, knock her unconscious, so we can get out of here. <laughs> Man. Rolled a hit? <laughs> it's like you're going to the store. No, it's a, I mean, technically, she is a, uh, she's bound and is unable to defend herself, so this is a coup de grace. Oh, gosh. Really? Yeah. Balnor, right, but he's doing, do? he's using, the, are you using your fist? So non, yeah. non-lethal. Okay, the non-lethal okay. damage. So a non-lethal coup de grace. Okay. Great. She shot her friend. I mean, sure if did. you don't want the heat. He wasn't doing anything bad at all in her place of business. <laughs> True. Handle your business. Without any disguises on, she probably thought she was dead. Okay, 16. You don't have For, to roll the hit. You don't have hit. to roll the hit. Oh, just damage. Roll, oh, okay, just damage. Do, okay. do um, critical damage. So whatever your fist oh, damages, man. double it. And we'll add that as bludgeoning damage to <laughs> So four, 14 then. 14 total? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your? So, how come your fist is so much stronger than mine? My gosh. Because I'm a freaking robot, man. Oh, mine's like 1d4. <laughs> and then it's times two for... She takes the hit, and she's not unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she no. Took, keep, yeah. keep hitting her. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, we gotta go. Is any of this... This, this is getting... This is like a... Oh, my gosh. This is so bad. 
This, Are this you is, going to continue your assault? Or you, did you kill your keen for? You guys remember the movie Airplanes? Who who made those movies? This is like Les- one of those movies right now. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a Leslie Nielsen movie like, happening like right now. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Where they're lined up in the plane trying to slap that lady who was screaming. Right? The guys in the back have got a baseball bat. Yeah. yeah. Like, here, let's oh, go. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Airplane Daughter is a satirical yeah. movie from a long time oh. ago. I tried. Let's go. Yeah, you did try. I, I, I've, I've not seen this movie. <laughs> oh, if I see you again, oh, you'll never, you'll never hear the last of it. Ambrose Moglin, he's going to take you down, you lot. Oh. Criminals. That went so poorly. Someone get me out of here. We need a, we need a we run. Go. Kill her or run. It's gagger. She's even got something to gagger. So record, I did not want to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> This punch that you wheeled up and blasted her with. Like, I have the best interests of the group in mind. Oh, man. Let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. We're running out the so back we door. We're going out the same door that we came same in the came. building. Yep. All right. So you guys make haste to leave. And as you're leaving, oh, gosh. you hear a commotion out the front door. And you hear voices. Get it, get inside, get inside quick. And you hear, you know, rattling of supplies and movement and of rustling of people. And and then you hear a particular voice. I want this place surrounded immediately. And then you, oh, no. you recognize that from outside the the city. Hurry up! They might be trying to go out the back. I want shield marshals in the alley now. We that's loveless. We need to get out of here. Yeah. So can we get out in the south side exit? That's where we're supposed to go. That's where we're told to exit. You from. guys m- book it to the junkyard, which is to the south. All right. Uh, Balnor, you do still have the bag of holding with you, right? Yes, yeah. I do. Just make it. Sure. <laughs> he left it on the ground. <laughs> I set it on the desk. Well, I know who the new big bad endgame boss is going to be. Irkham Dresh leveled up. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. This is the origin story. She's got a we grudge against it. a cat and a yeah. The grudge she really has against the robot who punched her in the face and didn't kill Not her. Not a robot. He's a, a guy in a top hat. He's a yeah. A <laughs> nice, she just saw some guy. A nice modern this gentleman. fine gentleman who punched her in the face. All right. So you you guys make haste out of the gold tank reserve with your uh, ill-gotten gains, and uh, you're you're as you're running, you you hear more running through the Ironside neighborhood. Right, lots of shanty buildings and uh, thin alleyways, and you're making your way through to the scrapyard following uh, Phoebe Dunsmith's directions, which is taking you back north, or excuse me, east, yep. into the, more towards the center of Alkenstar. And you get to the Whaling Scrapyard, which is on the northern edge of the Ironside Quarter. Okay. Mm. And as you're running, um, you you can hear, I mean, you're, you're hauling it, and you can hear coming from, from the back, you hear... Uh, they're headed for the scrapyard. Cut them off. And oh, you're, man. You know, you're getting chased. And, and you hear Angelique Loveless pipe up and, Don't let them get in that scrapyard. Those goblins are unpredictable. Oh, thank you. That was and, ominous. Uh, <laughs> and and you, you get into the scrapyard area, and there's it's just mountains of trash. Looks like something out of Wally. And oh, sweet. Yeah. And I've been playing a lot of Disney Dreamlight Valley. Can you tell? Really? I can't tell. <laughs> Couldn't tell. And uh, as you're as you're running through into the scrapyard, you hear a voice scream out from from beyond from within the trash or beyond the trash, and says, "Hey, 
Hey, along Shanks. Yeah, the Shear Marshes is after you. Come this way. Okay, oh. we got Phoebe. He's got some friends. All right. Do you? Um, what do you want to do? Absolutely follow that voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly yeah. trust him okay. with my life. Yeah. No. <laughs> Immediately. All night. So, so as you're as you're running into the scrapyard, you hear him say, "Hey, pull down the tower!" And you look around, and there is a what looks to be a tower of just trash. Sweet. And <laughs> a like uh, a, a iron pipe propping it up, and and you get the impression that if you were to yank some of these pieces that this entire tower of garbage would come tumbling down and block your path okay. the, the path back uh darnairu would like to run over that to that pipe but also yell um balnor keep running and so that you don't stop mm-hmm. um and then i'm going to go try to knock down that pipe well i will need a check from all four of you all that's four what of you'd us. like to do okay you can roll a crafting check Hmm. You can roll an engineering lore check. I'm gonna or roll. Or you can roll a survival check. Urban terrain lore? Uh, or no? No, I won't allow urban terrain lore, but okay. you can keep tossing ideas at me. I'm Because uh, uh, urban terrain lore is more like uh, how to navigate through city streets, t- tearing down a pile of trash in a junkyard. Not covered in urban terrain lore class back at Absalom High. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll a, a crafting check. Same. Okay. I rolled a survival check. Duval, a survival and, check. And uh, I got eight total. Eight total? So, okay. Yeah. 15 total. For 15 total. Darnayru. What else do we got around the table here? Uh, 24 total. 24 for total for Belnor. And what's lo- what Luton, Luton roll? shows a survival check also. Okay. Um, nine total. Nine total. Well, I have uh, good news and bad news. Well. Oh, gosh. Someone got stuck. The bad news is uh, two of you failed that. Yeah. The good news is it only takes two successes to pull down the trash tower. <laughs> so you successfully yank down the trash tower behind you. Yes. I thought you were going to say someone got and stuck it comes, in it. Yeah. It comes yeah. tumbling yeah. down. Is there a trash tower falling down? <laughs> He's looking. That, or, yeah, that's <laughs> what you're or looking chase for. music? Let's get Dang, We're already past that. <laughs> so the, the tower comes crashing down. <laughs> Thank you, fully work from everyone. Yes. Participate. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, and you hear... Oh, there it is. There it is. Hey. There's that, a TV in that garbage. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, that's not the one I wanted to do. Yeah, it was. No, that's not the one I wanted to do. Here it is. A few moments later. <laughs> Once the debris settles... You hear from the other side of the rusty scrap heap. I'm coming after you, and I always hit my target. After I'm done with you, there won't be enough of your lead-pocked body left to identify. Do you hear me, you terrorists and smugglers? Yeah. I'm done with you, and you'll pay for crossing muggling. You'll pay in blood. And that's what you hear as it fades out as you guys are running away. Oh, man. Yeah. Bye. You shout that back over the side. Yeah. <laughs> we, heard, we heard you. Bye. Balnor, you should say, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wow. This, so now um, this mysterious voice presents itself again, and he says, Hi. Hi there. Um, good job getting away from the shield marshals. Uh, uh, and you see a goblin. 
yes. step out from the trash. And he's kind of uh. covered in covered in oil and grease, and uh, he's got a, a, a spanner in one hand, kind of like a, a ragtag wrench, you know, like hodgepodge together. Yeah. And he uh, he introduces himself, and he says, "Hey, uh, my name is Gomak, and and uh, uh, well, yeah, I guess it's nice to meet you." And goblins, just so you know, Gail, they're maybe three, three and a half feet tall. They have enormous green heads that are basically the shape of a rugby ball (laughs) with a row of teeth from one end to the next. And they appear on the outset that all they do is consume with that mouth. Bright red eyes, no pupil, big pointy ears that stick out to the side, big football head. Um, and he smiles and shows all of this. Like, <laughs> Oddly enough, they smell tea. really good. Yeah, they smell like fall. Yeah, it's great. Like a fall-scented candle. A pumpkin a spice candle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darnayru uh, will say, uh, nice to meet you. Thank you for that quick uh, thinking. Yeah, of, of course, Longshanks. I don't much like the shield marshal around here. Hmm. Would you like to continue talking to me? <laughs> uh, yes. In, in uh, order to maintain a conversation. Um, other people will need to speak. Phoebe, uh, Phoebe Dunsmith sent us this way. Who? Just, you do not know who Phoebe Dunsmith is. Uh, uh, the cat's out of the bag now, gonna boys. I'm going to guess that it's a dwarf. <laughs> Dunsmith, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that is hey, uh, who we're speaking of. That's one for Gomak. <laughs> Very smart goblin you are. Oh, thank you. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Uh, we need to get back to the Bulletin Barrel Saloon. Oh, Do you yeah. have safe passage? Well, uh, we have passage. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, you should c- come to the camp first. Yeah. The boss will probably want to talk to you. Mm. Sense motive. Uh, yeah, yes. that's Thank you. Sense motive. Sense motive. So, uh, do we remember what sense motive is from the technical test when you were, guys were just throwing out Pathfinder First Edition <laughs> BS in my face? You know, I will say this one thing, listener. I wish that I could unlearn everything I know about Pathfinder First Edition except for the lore. Except mm. for the lore. Because yeah. the rules are, are great, but they're gone. They're done. We're playing second edition, and sense motive is not a thing. Uh, I would like to roll a deception check <laughs> yeah, to see if they're deceiving me. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. yes, you can roll a deception check and determine Gosh, whether or not terrible. he's lying. I roll a perception a, check. A 12 total. A 12 total? Yeah. Anyone else want to determine Someone if Gomak yeah, okay. here is full of Gomak? <laughs> I also got a 12 total. Oh, we got a natural. Tw- Say it out loud. I got a natural twenty on a diplomacy check. Right. Oh wow! What do you? So a diplomacy check would be to try to influence him, right? Oh, what would you like to I say? I want him to tell us the best path possible to oh. get to where we need to go. Oh, oh yeah. And so he looks at you and he's all a little mystified. I don't think he's ever seen a shisk before. Certainly not one that has beautiful you know, eyes, pupilless like eyes, and kind of hovering. Uh, well, sure, friend, you. You have to go through the scrapyard, and uh, uh, unfortunately, because we we crashed the tower down, that's the fastest way. It's just not safe. I, I'll be Gomak. Not gonna lie to you, but that's you should talk to boss. Hmm. Yeah, talk to this thing's boss then, huh? 
I mean, the Lord of Glass. He'll want to see you. Lord of Glass. Uh, does Luton want to roll anything to, to uh, help, or are we just gonna go for it? Because I can't. I mean, I can't re-roll. Nope. Balnor. Balnor has a question for this goblin. Shoot. What's his name again? Gomak. 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 G O M A K. Gomak. Turn off Gomak. Once, once again. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> That's okay. bad. Balor <laughs> Balor is going to say <laughs> Go Mac. We appreciate your assistance. Robots can laugh. This <laughs> <laughs> one Oh my gosh. It's picking up your laughter on the I microphone. Know, this is great. It's terrible. Technology. Okay, okay. Uh, Go Mac has a voice changer box in the junk pile. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to swap that one out? <laughs> I'm not editing this oh out, George. Oh my gosh. Go. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm collecting myself. Ah, you are allowed. You've been collected. Yeah. Go, Mac. Thank, Thank you for assisting us. us. But what can you tell us about your boss? Yeah. Oh. What does he want with us? Oh, uh, uh, don't. he don't know you're here. He just want. It's, I just know that if there was a... Longshanks come in here... And they're running from the shield marshals, then they're probably not bad. Okay. Because okay. The, sh- the shield marshals are always coming around. That's enough. Thank you. I think I think, <laughs> I, I think the goblin's legit. Let's go see it. I say we go for it. Are you yeah. sick of my exposition? <laughs> no, I think you're good. Oh. Uh, I'm just really excited to see your boss. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, that's this way. And he takes you. <laughs> Thank you, Komak. Lead the way. Gomak takes you up north through the scrapyard. It's Huge about scrap 30 yard. feet away. And yeah. as as you get to right there where uh, Kairos moved himself, you can stop there. And I will reveal Lord Glass. There you go. What? Where's Lord Glass at? To oh. your, so to the left of you, to okay. the west of you, is a goblin. And he's flanked by two other goblins and there's like a camp here so this the fire and the tents and other things like that that you see uh you know it's about a 30 foot camp area and i will show you what lord glass looks like if somebody wants to describe him to the listeners at home just don't forget to describe his shoes for real (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, oh, oh my gosh that is great artwork that's intense so yeah someone describe what they see there Lord Glass has no shoes on. That's the most important piece. Amen. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a. He, his whole body's like covered in glass shards. Like in his his like armor, his clothes, he's got shards of glass sticking Different out of colors. it. Yeah, he's basically a gremlin. He does look. He like looks a exactly like a gre- a green a version of the yeah. Yeah, the the goblins from Pathfinder do similarly resemble gremlins from the Gremlins movie. Don't yeah. feed them after midnight. Definitely don't. His oh his left gosh. arm appears to be clockwork. Yeah. Mm, and it's yeah, holding so. up a, a large pipe. He's yep. clearly never flossed. That. He's no. got a great hat. Oh, you're right. Yep. Good. Fantastic hat. I love his earrings. He's got he's got legit piercings. You see, this he also has a beard that is basically stapled onto his face. It is stapled <laughs> oh, on. <laughs> that is hilarious. And oh, so Gomak uh, runs into camp. <laughs> <laughs> It unabash- really is stable onto his face. Unabashedly runs right into camp, and he says, uh, Oi, boss! Hey, boss! Uh, oh, got some long shanks here that uh, they need to talk to you. 
Do some rolling for some. Uh, okay. And so uh, this goblin who's he's tending the fire, and he's uh, a little bit larger than the others, and and looks the way you described. His leather armor has glass shards embedded into it, and very spiky looking. He, he turns his head and he says, "I." What's all this now? We got long shanks in the camp. Okay. Yeah. What uh, are you, what do you got to say, long shanks, before we guts ya? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> all right. Uh, Balnor's gonna say, Lord Glass, thank you for allowing us an audience. Pardon our rude intrusion into your lovely camp. Um, your your comrade Gomak graciously helped us escape the clutches of what are they called again? What are they called? The shield marshals. Yeah. I was just forgetting. The pathetic shield marshals, yeah. as I'm sure you're familiar. Alright. We're okay. trying to make our way safely back to the bullet and barrel saloon. And would kindly request safe passage. Well, I like these long shanks. Go back. Uh, what did you say that he was? A com a comrade. <laughs> wow, a comrade. What that mean? I don't know what a comrade is. A brother in arms. Oh, well, that is my Gomak. <laughs> It, are you southern now, or yeah, you went don't, what don't listen? Okay, I don't know. Pretty purple box this to make me sound cool. I love it. Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to get back to the saloon, you'll have to go through me scrapyard here. But to tell you what, it's not safe, especially after them sludge spines moved in. The what? Mm. I'm sorry. Them sludge spines. Please tell us more about these sludge spines. What they are is mutated, twisted, ugly creatures. Which is kind of funny coming from Lord Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, these things must be really ugly. I'm the most handsome goblin you've ever <laughs> seen. And I have the authority to weigh in on the looks of other creatures as such. I believe you with my the entirety of my heart. I am qualified. <laughs> They're gnolls, is what they are. You ever heard of a knoll? Uh, uh, For the uninitiated, I, Brittany, what's a knoll? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. For the two that's sitting at this table to shake their head, Greg, what's a knoll? I'll say it depends on whose uh, universe you're looking at, but they're like these reptile, reptile-ish kind of creatures, I thought. I'm gonna, a okay. knoll is a hill. Uh, <laughs> yes. A knoll is a hill. GM, tell us, what a, tell us a what a knoll is. Gnoll, a with gnoll. G N O L is a hyena man in a short. Oh, they, are the, they are the same. Yeah. Okay. Why did you say lizard? Because uh, <laughs> the knoll conspiracy theory. The no, I got it. Yeah, that's the why. Yeah, they're shapeshifter <laughs> lizard people, but they pick the form of knolls. That's, that's that shade level of why did you say lizard? That's a t-shirt. That, <laughs> what is, my gosh, this is a safe space for me to is pick it? on my friends. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm the GM, that's okay? Great. That's great. You want to make fun of my my vo- voice work over here all day, and then <laughs> treat me like this, and cut and cut him off too. That was that's, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what. 
I could give you directions through the scrapyard, but you gotta take out them sludge spines for me and my boys. We're um, trying to run an enterprise. Do you know how many there are? I don't know about this enterprise. I don't. I know that there's one, though, that you really need to look out for. Kairos looks at him and says, What will you give us if we take care of your problem? I told you I would give you safe paths and directions. <laughs> he said, I'll give you the directions if you kill these things. What more? What more will you uh. give us? Hold on, I'm looking at page 21 where there's a lot of these <laughs> questions. <laughs> uh, Balnor is going to respectfully suggest to his boss. Listen, Lord Glass ain't got nothing much to give you, but I can do this. I'll let you stay here at my camp. Oh, we need to rest, Ooh. guys. Yes. Darnayru uh, says, uh, that would be much appreciated, and um, fellow uh, travelers, I don't know why I would say that, um, <laughs> we really need to rest. We also, I also have got a few things, if you want. We've got some potions oh. and you know, some supplies. The scrapyard, it gives us a lot. So if you're willing to do this favor for me and my mates, then we can maybe sell you some goods. Deal. At a discount, of course. I'm a businessman. <laughs> uh, Darnayru says, thank you, that We will take you up on this offer. I do have a question. What is this enterprise you're running? Well, we look around, and all you see is total <laughs> trash. trash. <laughs> yeah. Ah, my mistake. <laughs> so, glass. off in the distance, you do see, like, a giant crane that... I, oh, I am so no, it's sorry. Fine. it's fine. I was, I was no, I did question. not want to Duval all over you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. You're a verb. Oh. I'm going to let you finish. But you're going to hear about it. But. <laughs> what, what was, what was Balnor trying to say? Lord Glass, you mentioned a particular knoll that we should look out for. What can you tell us about it? Look, I've only seen it one time. And it's as enormous, as big as any old long shank I've seen wandering around these parts. Here's the problem. All they do is attack and kill and they're bad for business because them shield marshals are always poking about. Hmm. Is there any way we can get the jump on them? I'm gonna have to leave that up to you, mate. But I can give you some direction through the scrapyard hmm. so you won't get surprised. I know exactly where their camp is. That would be kind. Thank you. We look forward to looking through your beautiful wares. <laughs> yeah. I can see you're a purveyor of fine trash like myself. <laughs> what were you gonna say there, Quillhead man? Cussing a spell on me. Go, Mac. Say a power word. <laughs> the knolls are north over the wall. Alright? But you're safe here. Okay. Cool. Great. So let's buy some stuff then and heal because I got shot in the face. Yeah, I got some problems too. Okay. As you guys kind of settle in, he opens up his disgusting, greasy camp for you guys to <laughs> rest in. Okay. And he gives you some, some little bits of, of advice. So you need to watch out for the old airship. Crashed here a long time ago. And we used that crane over there to knock it down and block them knolls. The thing is... 
We heard a loud scream when we pushed it down. So there might be a, a person in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, there's a big old box. There's a, you have to move it with the crane. That's correct. Someone just pinged the, the box on the map. <laughs> so you guys want to take a rest? Yeah. Yes. So what? What roughly? What time is it though? Well, it was it was evening, so we'll say it's right around eleven p.m. You guys set out early-ish in the evening, right after the show, after mm-hmm. talking to Phoebe, and you now are, you know, middle of the night. Okay. So, uh, what's happening, Duncan? Is uh, the four adventurers are going to rest to regain some of their health and their lost abilities and stuff like that? There's been some spells that have been used. In order to use those again, the characters have to take eight full hours of rest, unless they are made of robot parts. Then they I was gonna, yeah, yeah, I was gonna explain that. So, <laughs> um, what you guys will see is is Balnor just sort of stands. I mean, he's not like standing still, shut down like a, like an actual robot. He's an automaton, and um, he. I'll, I'll tell you that he only needs um, two hours of rest a day, uh, basically to um, vent exhaust, like wow. a magical exhaust. So you just see him standing there, and he's uh, venting uh, this magical exhaust from his his uh, so in essence, constructed body. In essence, you're always our watch. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Two hours. Two hours. Okay. That's yep. nice. Um, okay, so we're going to rest right now. Or are we buying stuff from them first? I feel like we should buy stuff from Lord Glass before we uh, rest so we're not making him wait. Okay, so you guys go through Lord Glass's little shop of, of horrors and uh, are able to find a few healing potions, some sunrods, some tinder twigs. And uh, what did you decide to purchase? We decided to purchase three uh, minor healing potions. Oh, perfect. Okay. So we've got those written down on the character sheet. And Lord Glass says, Oi, there's, uh, there's one more thing that I need to tell you about. It's the big metal box. It's big, <laughs> and it's metal, and you can't get it out of the way without the crane. The problem is, only Monsi knows how to fix the crane, and she's, well, she's missing. You see, she went to fight the Knolls, and we haven't seen her. So you'll have to help her out if you if you're gonna get past the rest of the scrapyard. We we would really like it if you, you know, help to find her way home. Muncie, Muncie, M O N S I E. So you can write it down on your notes. I am thoroughly impressed with his spelling abilities. Yeah. Or okay. glass and Gomac. I we just miss Muncie. Are you making assumptions about my literacy? <laughs> I, I would never, your lordship. We, uh, um, Kairos looks at uh, the lord or the glass king and says, <laughs> How long did Mercy leave? How long ago? She's been gone for two days. Oh, dang. Two days with the gnolls? Yeah. She's... She's okay. done, We need to go look. For, uh, we need to rest. Either that yeah. or I'm taking potions oh, and then we just got to go. No, no, no. You guys can do your eight-hour rest. Okay, so we can okay. hit, yeah, hit the rest, rest button. Rest. Yeah, so hit the rest button. And <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace. All right, so the, the morning comes and uh, you know, sun rises over the wailing scrapyard, the haunted junkyard. 
Where's the rest button? It's below your ability scores. Oh. Resting a full eight hours gives you one hit point. Oh, there is a button? Yeah. You should consume any spells that you have prior to resting to heal. So can you guys um, med med check me or heal me with your spells first? Medicine checks. Or cast the heal Kairos spell. Kairos has heal, the heal spell, right? Yeah. I already, already did my thing, though. You already, that's okay. You can do it before your rest, because you, ha- okay. you didn't use your heal the day before, right? You just, I used one. Yeah, only one, though. So just okay. don't worry about doing the hero lab maintenance. Just do the spell and see how much. And you can use the three casting version of the spell, which is a 30-foot emanation. Yeah. Heals everybody for 1d8 plus 8, I believe. Yep. Uh, nine total. Okay. Nine total. So everybody got nine healing. Did you hear that, Balnor? Woo-woo! Yeah, buddy. All right, so everybody's full, and now Perfect. you rest, and that's how you game okay. the system. <laughs> For those <laughs> so of you listening at home to our podcast, which is ground to a halt, so as resting, we went shopping in a nail gobber camp. So resting does not bring back hit points. It brings back one It brings back one. just one, one per level. Oh, there one it is. One per yeah. level. Okay. Um, so one for now. Yep. It gets even more and more useless as you gain levels. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because there was so yeah. hit points. Ooh, ten hit points. Yeah. The Kairos healed us, right? Yes, he yeah, cast he the heal spell. He Perfect. did the the three action version of the heal spell. Oh, what was the power word for that again? Restore and uplift. How do you say it? Yeah, that's my Kairos impression. That is a, a actual great Kairos. Restore and uplift. Mm-hmm. Um, so I confused. think Duval's gonna punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm just so confused. Just so confusing. Um, yeah, everybody's healed. Great. Healed. Woo-hoo. Okay, so it is. We rest it, and it is morning, and we need to go find Muncie. Yeah, let's go find Muncie. So, you, uh, yeah, you would need to head out toward the uh, the rest of the Kay. junkyard. So the other thing, Lord Glass tells you is that the the junkyard is kind of like a big snaking path. So once you get across the box and the and the and the uh, like cesspool, what is that? I know I'm looking at. It. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go in it. There's yeah, a there's pool. a big pond full of like rusty scum. No. Um, and Looks then, like straight up oil. He yeah. says you'll you'll go around the path and you'll go past the the ship, the airship that they use to block the path hmm. to keep the gnolls from getting to them. Are we looking for the body in the um, you're, airship? You're look- uh, body? Yeah, he yeah, said there was me. a scream. Oh, he said there was a scream? Maybe. Was after they knocked oh. it They over. didn't know what that what it was. They just oh. heard a scream. Mm. And then the, on the other side of the airship is where you would assume that the nail uh, that the sludge spine camp is, where the gnolls yeah. are. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then he says from there, you go north and out. And it's easy to follow the path. But we can't get through the box without the... Because the, the box is right there. The... Um, Forklift. The, yeah, the crane. The, the crane. crane, yes. But we can't use the crane until we find Muncie. It's also possible to, to, yes, well, you can repair the crane without Muncie if you want. You can try and repair the crane. Uh, you can also climb these walls of trash. Oh. Okay. However, I will say How that there may be some risk involved with doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they'll all loose, fall on top of you. Loose garbage. And who, I mean, how tall are these mountains of trash? Oh, they're 30, 40, Ooh. 50 yeah, feet. That's, that's we we need Muncie. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's, let's head towards that sludge water thing. GM, is, this, she's in there. is this what I'm pinging right here? Is that the big box? That's correct. So, okay, there so is we a need the crane. 20 foot or 10 foot 
or is it 20 feet? No, it's it's 10 foot by 10 foot, like, solid metal cube. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And that's what we need. That's the first thing we need the crane to move. That's right. So what so direction what do we need you to go? You see the crane is right um, here. We don't see that. I want to do a nature check on this uh, sludge oh, water. I'm telling you mm-hmm. that it's right there. Okay. okay. You can do a nature check on the sludge water. That is a total of 13. All right. A reddish-brown circular pool of water stands in the center of a large open area with stacks of metal and wood to the north and south. To the east, the large steel box, already pitted with rust, blocks the way past the pond. At the bottom of the pond, a large pile of cloth sits Hmm. mostly motionless, some unseen current causing bits of fabric to dance in the water. It's a tarp. I mean, a trap. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's Muncie. <laughs> Maybe it's Muncie. Oh, no, it can't be Muncie. Oh, um, I, no, there's some exposition in here that I should tell you guys. Lord Glass ordered the nail gobbers to clog the drain with oh. rags and bits of canvas preventing water from flowing out. Oh. This then provides them somewhat supply of stagnant water that they Ew. boil. Man, but these guys are gross. But it has Ew. been... Uh, Severely polluted by the trash, sure, and the you know, rains and other things. Like okay, that. Well, we don't want to walk. We can't so you did you did a nature that. check on it. Did a nature can, check on can, it. And what'd you roll? Thirteen. Thirteen. So a nature check would tell you it, it it is water. It's probably drinkable if you were to do something to it to purify it, like hmm. a spell or some sort of survival check to purify it if you wanted to. It's not dangerous to us though. Uh, it it's about a foot deep, so it's not too. It's not even that deep. Uh, it's not. It's well, not like treacherously peril. Right. right. Well, we don't need to go through that right now anyway, because the the metal cube or well, metal we need box, to do uh, as Lord Glass explained, uh, is in the way. Do we need to go south to try to find? We came from m- south. What we need to do is we need well, to fix the crane as best we can, and I mean, then have to, and then just to move the box, and then find Muncie to fix it all the way. Right. Okay. That's my thought. What do you guys think? I agree. That's the only the, thing we can do. The cranes down here off yeah. to the side from the yeah. pool. Yeah, and I can, I can reveal the crane. There. I can. Oh, okay. I showed you a little yeah, bit yeah, of the edge of it. it. So what, what's happening is I've got the, the lighting blocking be, by on roll 20 because the mounds of trash are so high, it's blocking people from being able to see. So That makes sense. You can see the edge of the crane there. It's this big crane. Yep. So you uh, you guys head up. What what do you you can try and you have a lot of options. You can try and climb over the box. You can you can go up to the crane. You can fix the crane, or try to fix the crane. Well, let's try let's, our hand at trying to fix the crane. Yeah, first. let's move over do to we, where the crane is. Do we think trying to fix the crane and making that much noise might alert the gnolls at all? Do we think that's an issue? Yeah, if we got to fix it anyway. Well, they would have to get over the box to get us anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I was more about thinking of having the drop on them. Oh, wow. Whoa, what was that? What? Growly. That was that was, a knoll? That was an accident. Oh. That was an accidental knoll. That one was me. I don't like it. My bad. <laughs> I guess that's what the knoll sound like. Okay. Well, uh, How what, do, do we, we fix can we this? roll you, a crafting check to try to fix that? Yeah. GM? So, well, someone would need to go up and uh, a crafting check. Does, I, you have engineering lore? I can't remember if you took it. I do not. No, I didn't take it. Um, I, I have a plus six crafting. Oh, same. That's good. I same have plus two, so I'm plus not two. Much So this is going to be a, a one person does it and other people attempt to help. Okay. I think the robot should do this. <laughs> <and we'll try laughs> okay. Help him. 
As a builder would say, I'm not much of a builder, but I'll do my best. We believe in you. All right. We believe in you. You head up to the crane. The first thing that you notice is that there's an odd smell coming out of the area of the crane. I, I'll no. read the uh, I'll read the yeah. flavor text here. Okay. A large winch-driven crane towers over the piles of discarded machinery. The crane's base is totally entrenched in debris, and rust pits its arm. In the crane's cockpit, the control panel's faceplate has been removed, exposing the gears and mechanisms behind the foot pedals and long, rusty levers. A wall of debris looms to the south, extending east and west. The open stone to the north is flooded with oily water. So you can see the oily patch of water we were talking Mm -hmm. about. And, uh, yeah, you notice there's just kind of like an odd smell coming from the rusty crane. That's odd. Uh, Yeah, I did it for you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also like to see if I could maybe not waste that's odd on that smell. I have... uh, a nose. <laughs> Can I roll anything to figure out what that smell is? Could would that be a? It's not yeah. nature. It's not medicine. It has I'll, to be crafting. I'll, I'll allow you to roll to determine what the smell is. Is that perception or uh, can I roll a crafting? Perception. I a perception. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a critical failure. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a five total. So as you get in close to sniff the air and identify what the smell is, what is creating the smell makes itself known as oh, a swarm of cockroaches oh. comes crawling out of the mechanism <laughs> and Perfect. starts surrounding you and f- getting into the area nice. and you immediately do not feel safe and on our next episode you oh, roll gosh. for initiative oh, oh, why do I gotta be a curious cat yes. roll for initiative <laughs> yeah cause you have to fight a cockroach swarm <laughs> Perfect, Duval Yay! <laughs> Duncan, you know what to do. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast are not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.